0: And, you know, we love the transparency in our comments. Do you know what I mean? You know, we love, you know, just the activity in our comments. We love the conversing. We love people's responses. Um, oh, Abraham, God bless you, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate that, man, for real. Honestly, mad love, man. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. It's, listen, questions, 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 man. You know when they always say no questions are silly questions? But then people be feeling nervous to ask questions. Like when you start a new job or when you do something like that, they say no question is a silly question. But no one wants to ask that question to seem silly. But here, this is an environment where we can ask all manners of questions. All manners of questions. You get what I'm saying to you? So, um, so yeah, man. All manners of questions. Listen, but now, nah, man. Blessings, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to come with the questions again as well. Um, expect expect the type of format that we had um with apostle israel as well expect that type of uh, format as well with this in your pastor so yeah i'm really i'm really looking forward to it man to so really just kind of uh, absorb some of the wisdom that this amazing man has um and i'm really looking forward to it man he's somebody who you know like he lives and breathes men's ministry do you get what i mean so i think he's he's loving what we're doing here do you get what i'm saying to you um but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's gonna be awesome, man. Yeah, man, I'm hearing. Yep, yeah, yeah, got the lowdown. He's in the building. We good, we good, we good. Hey, hey, Pastor. Hey, person, how are you? Oh, I'm well, thank you. How you doing? Welcome, ah, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. welcome. Pastor, I'd love, I'd love for you to, please, I mean, I, I didn't go into it in terms of the introductions. I mean, I'd love for you to just introduce yourself, you know, let the people know exactly who you are and what you're about, you know, what you
1: represent. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I, I love I love what you're doing. And My name is Ossian, actually. I prefer being uh, addressed as my name because sometimes okay. we make a mistake and then we prefix our names by what we do, and then sometimes we lose out on life. So they say, Pastor Ossian. But when I come to such platforms, I want to be called by my name because I am Ossian. That way it allows me to engage in life just like any other man without judgment, without expectation. Then I I, I am me just like you are you. But... uh, I I am a minister in Bristol, a minister of the gospel, obviously. I'm a pastor, and then I'm a husband, married, I've got two daughters. And uh, I'm also a a, a prison chaplain in Bristol. I work with with men who are in prison due to mistakes and trying to help them uh, rehabilitate so they don't get into trouble as well. That's my main passion. But I'm also yeah. involved generally wherever men are to try and help them to get the best out of their lives. Because yeah. sometimes in our journey of manhood, no one really tells us a lot about the future. So we make a lot of mistakes and then they catch yeah. up with us in time. Because yeah. there are no programs to actually guide us into our journey. Every man wants to experiment, but the journey of manhood can't be experimented on because those experiments are the ones that get us into trouble. So I love getting involved with men as well to point and guide and also mark those blind spots, an area which kills us a lot, the blind spots that you don't see, and they are the ones which are so detrimental. So other Mm. than pastoring a church, I work with the prisons, and I am an author as well. I write inspirational books. I've written 11 books now. Wow, well done. That's I've amazing. written 11 books and uh, that's basically what I do. I'm a community worker. And yeah. Community oh, activist, hate. if you want to say. <laughs> yes, yes, Osir. So uh, I'll
0: address you as Osir then as well. As, as, that's, as good. As that's good. That's um, good. And I, I'd love to know as well, what, what why are you passionate about men? Why do you even do, you know, the, the, the prison ministry type stuff as well? Why do you care? you know, about
1: men? Why is that important? Actually, I I care about men because of uh, where I've come from. Right. Uh, As a young man, I did not have a vision of the future. Nobody taught me. I just stumbled into life. And now on hindsight, I realized that I missed a lot of of opportunities because I, I, I did not know I was ignorant. If I had known better, I would have prepared better for my future. But because I didn't know, nobody showed me, I lost a lot of opportunities. I should be better Mm. than where I am today. But I Mm. didn't take life seriously because no one told me that this is real life. I took life as a game. It was fine, Mm. entertainment, amusement. Nobody actually told me that this is real life. And everything mm. you are doing is a step into what you are doing next. So right. most of what I was stepping on was soft sand and it wasn't sustaining me because I took it as a game. And the oh, reason wow. why I'm passionate about prison ministry was there is a time when I visited a prison in Botswana. I was on my mm. way to Namibia and then I was just invited to minister to to prisoners. I think it was... Um, 1992, okay. So okay. I, I just yeah. got in there. It was my first time in a prison. There were a yeah. lot of men just looking at me scared and terrified. So I just preached hmm. to them. I prayed with them. And yeah. then about seven years later, yeah. I was invited to a wedding in Gaberons from Johannesburg. Okay. And I, I attended a wedding. And yeah. the person who was the master of ceremonies for that wedding saw me come in, and then he ran to me. Oh. He ran and hugged me. I was thinking, who knows oh, me yeah. in this country? I'm just coming in for a wedding. <laughs> and then he asked me, do you remember me? And then oh. I thought, i come in from Johannesburg yeah, into yeah. at this wedding. Actually, my wife knew the person who was getting married. And, okay. then, and then this guy says, you preached in the prison where I was. Oh, and after you prayed, I got born again. Praise God. That's not the end of the story. And oh, then he I says to me, I am now the pastor of this church. Wow. And the persons who are getting married, I am marrying them that hit me <laughs> and then I realized that there is a lot of opportunity in the prison if we yeah. can go in there and mine the gold that is there because yeah. you see sometimes you are in prison because of mistakes that you make in life, especially yeah. in this country it's so easy to go to prison out of a silly thing, something very stupid yeah. and seemingly small and then yeah. if you're careful, and nobody reaches out to you, you then get labeled and given this stigma, and there's no opportunity, and then the treasure and the value that is in you can just die with you. So after that experience, I got passionate to say there are good people in prison who need guidance and help for them to do better. That's what Hmm. drives me up to now. That's so good. And I, I,
0: I really love that. And may I ask as well, I mean, did did you have your own challenges? I mean, you, you mentioned obviously the example of you even, you know, encountering and, and preaching the gospel to people in prisons and et cetera. like um, you, you see the name of the show. We we call it bro. What happened? And um, and obviously I want to know for you, did you experience any tough challenges? I mean, I know you said that obviously there was, You didn't get like, you know, people telling you different things, right? That could have helped to shift your life. But did you, because of that, as a consequence of that, not have, you know, or did you have like intense challenges or
1: something like that, that that affected you? Of course, any real man, if they are open, they will tell you they've had challenges. They have challenges. I think one of my main challenges growing up as a teenager. Yeah was the uh, influence of other boys and as okay. a result falling into smoking things like marijuana. For instance, yeah. I almost went mad. I almost right. lost my mind because of marijuana as a youngster. Right. Right. Name them. Marijuana, I've been there. Glue. I was sniffing glue. Glue for <laughs> for shoes. Penis. Penis. Petrol. You open the tanks yeah. of a car. You get a sniff of that. I've tried it all, right? All because of friends. You friend. see, those, those are the challenges that we had, and uh, at that time, we didn't have an economy to sustain those things. So now uh. the problem now is you will have to open somebody's petrol tank, and you are sniffing from there. And once they mm. catch you, it was. Uh, Immediate justice on the spot. <laughs>
0: uh, get, I mean? get So you can get in serious trouble for those types of things, You can get in right?
1: serious trouble with that. And then yeah. with the police. And one of the worst ones was uh, having sniffed this glue. We went into ke- a common swimming pool to try and swim. And we yeah. were drowning because we were not in control. We could have lost our lives there. And our mm-hmm. parents had no clue about it. Did you get My what God. we mean? So in the end, the pool attendants pulled us out of the pool, and then they they they, they beat us so hard that it was uh, abuse. But we couldn't say anything to our parents. So those are the challenges that we had. That when there was street justice, you had no one to talk to. You kept the abuse to yourself because yeah. there was no one guiding you out into there. So the one really that got me was marijuana. And thinners, yeah lack thinness. that's where I, I almost went mental with that. And that is the time that I actually was able to sit down and stop this. and all through friends who were giving it to you, try this, and it was fun and experimentation, but I almost lost my mind
0: so so then how do we? Because I mean, obviously, like some, you know, people say, and even our parents say, and different people always say that parents are, you know, so parents will say, sorry, that friends can be negative influences and etc. Right? But how do we deal with that peer pressure, you know, of or, or friend? How do we deal with that? I mean, you said it's because of friends. So what are you meant to do? Are we meant to cut off those friends, you know, or what? What would you advise? Like, how do we and how do we handle that? How do we overcome that?
1: You know what? Peer pressure is there to live with us. We can't get rid of it. Yeah. It's part of life. It's part of, that's the cooking pot where we come from. Yeah. Now, life is grace. (laughs) In my case, it was grace. And I think what is important are values that are established in the home early enough. But our parents were so busy at work. The system then was not good. So it mm. kept them at work and busy. My mother would go and sell stuff so that we would survive. So as children, we're really left on our own devices mm. so we're to be with friends. So I think the important thing is parents should pursue instilling values in children before they pursue money because right. money can be found later. But then once you miss your children and they are beyond seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years you have been absent, other people have brought in their value systems there. So you have not mm. been able to protect them. My parents never knew what was happening to me. It was out yeah. of the place because they were out busy. So that's why yeah. I'm thinking we can't get rid of peer pressure, but we can mm. order good values to our children and make sure we are around them most of the time. Don't leave them to their own devices. Do you see? Because wow. the influence yeah. will be there. You want to be accepted. You will want to try anything. Tell me there is no youth who has never tried anything because of friends. And when it's brought to you, it doesn't say this is harmful. It comes as this is fun. So when we are introduced into it, we are introduced into fun, not yeah. trouble. Yeah. So you see, I yeah. what I did now when I came to the UK, my wife stopped working. She looked after our daughters because of what I went through. We didn't have money. That was our challenges, our first six, seven years, but we had the peace. And today, both of of our daughters are serving in the Lord because my wife had to sacrifice money to look after them 24-7. We had to put in systems in place, no sleepovers, because we didn't know what you will get over a sleepover. It takes five minutes to go wrong. So we didn't didn't allow sleepovers because of what we went through. So that way, being available all the time, then you can protect. You can't protect a child when you are not there. So that is with children with single parents in this country. The, the, The single parent has to go to work. So they have to leave you alone or leave you with friends. So this system in Europe is not good for us. So it mm. makes us chase money and they pay you enough to get to just live by. When you have the yeah. okay, you you do over time. You do the system forces us to do that, and in the process, our families suffer. Because we can't get rid of peer pressure, especially when your life is lived among your peers. So there, there needs to be an alternative. If the family is there, they are giving you the support, they are present where they can protect you. But in the peer peer groups, it's rare that you you will say no. You can say no today, tomorrow you want to try. That's part of life. That's what it is. So that's why I feel our values must be instilled earlier in life and you don't instill them and leave them to their devices. You instill and stand by them until they can stand on their own
0: right right now so you mentioned some things there that i want to touch on us and you, you you said that when you came you know you, your your wife was able to kind of she didn't work so she sacrificed you know almost career type things um to help bring up your daughters which has helped you yes but many people as you have rightfully said as well are not in that position many people need both the mum and the dad to be working. Unfortunately, some people actually they don't have that luxury. Plus, as well, I'm saying that we're in a day and age now where women, th- those days of you know maybe you know women staying at home and and, and just cooking and cleaning or, or bring up those days those days are more or less gone now. Of our generation, right? You know, everyone wants a career as well. That's why people are having children later and all those things. So, what would what would you say to that then? Because if both the parents need to work, then the peer pressure is inevitable, like you said, and then what are we going to do about it? Right? And how, do, as
1: a man as well, how do we deal with those kind of pressures? Let, 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 let me talk about myself. I realized I needed the money mm. because <laughs> we were both students. When we came, right. you have to pay students to sustain your visa, but yeah. our children were more... So what I did... I worked for the bus company, and then there was a scheme there that if you introduce somebody who joins the company and they stay for a year, they pay you £750. Okay, yeah, that referral. So, So I took it upon myself to use that as an income stream to sustain me so that my wife can stay at home. That's where the leadership comes in. That's where being a man comes in. What can you do to make a plan rather than complain about the system? So what I did, I took it upon myself to introduce as many drivers. And in my time in that company from 2002 to 2007, I introduced 35 drivers. Oh, wow. And then I asked the company to split my payments so that I've got regular payments for the five years that I had. Ah. So do you see? Ah, that's really that, clever, yeah. That's an area where we need to coach our boys how to ah. face the challenges of life and come out on top. Otherwise. Yeah. You will keep mourning. You need, there is something somewhere that you can do for a second income stream that is clean.
0: But I
1: had to find it because I saw that if I lost it, I would be in trouble. And now both me and my wife are working, we are writing books, we are making money from books. So all the money that we lost then is coming back. And when it comes back, there is peace in the home. So I encourage guys to say, find a way around the problem because if you leave it, it's still your problem. And when your children are in prison, they are still your children. When your child has lost his mind, has got mental issues, he is your child. But then the challenge, you've got more work there than before. So that's why I think we need to prioritize the life of our children more than the life of money. I think the challenge us the people from the diaspora. I say we suffer from a dual. I call it a dual uh, dual home syndrome. Okay. You have got home in Africa. You have got home in UK. So you are yeah. sustaining two homes, and at the two same homes. time, it's at the expense of your children. So yeah. that's one of the weaknesses that we have. We need to realize that. We are here. This is home. Work for here and do what you need to do so that you protect your children as well. But most of our diasporan people, they, they are working for home. Africa and this, and the people who are paying the ultimate penalty are the children. And that's yeah. where now the peers are bringing the influence in there. And there is no guidance from home.
0: The- you know what? What what you're saying here, Ossian, it, it brings me on to another question, actually. Um, you spoke about the need for us to almost try and find another stream of income or something, right? Think of a way to really understand the system. Think of a way to have clean money so we can do what we need to do. Now, because of that, Many men, many brothers that I know, they say, look, I'm not getting married now or I'm not going to go and do this now or I'm not going to have children now. I'm not going to do any of these things because I do not have enough money. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you then say to that? Because this is part of the precious money again. like, And this is why, as you said, when we talk about people ending up in prison, they can do things like selling drugs, fraud, or whatever it is, because that is a way to make money fast—money that maybe their parents and etc. may not have been able to give them. Mm. It's a great pressure. What then?
1: What would we say, and what would you say to that then? I think what we need to understand is you don't need money to be successful. That's good. You don't need money to be successful. I tell you, when I married my wife uh, Tosin. I yeah. had nothing. I borrowed the money for my wedding suit. I did not have it, but what I did, I married a sound woman. I married wow. a mature woman. Yeah. I married a good woman who has yeah. joined her hands together with me, and that has grown our income. You wow. see, you married a sound woman. Money. To make life. I always tell guys from my experience now, don't marry late. That's Mm. a mistake. On hindsight, don't marry late. Because... What is late? What is late, Oscar? What is is late when you say late? I'll give you my example. I'll give you my example. I married when I was 27 years old. Mm. I considered that late on hindsight. Mm. If I had known I would have married at 25, It's because the two years I stayed, I cannot account for the money that I made. I cannot account for the projects and the maturity. I was just playing around thinking I have time. (laughs) Mm. And then the other challenge is I could not have a child until seven years into the marriage. I thought it would work quickly. So now I had the added pressure of trying to get a child And then I couldn't until seven years after. And guess what happened? One of my sisters, she's late now. That's why I can talk about her. Because there was pressure now in the family for me to have a child. And all of them were saying the problem is my wife. No one went to the doctor to check who it was. So one of my sisters said, we will give you the girl next door. We have spoken to her. She's happy to have a a child secretly. Those are the challenges I oh. face. And it went into my head for a long time. So that was the added pressure of me fighting, taking the offer. And when my sister brought it, it was like a good thing for her. My but it was going to destructive for my future. And I thank God that that thing was killed, but it did register in me to say, maybe. So do you see now, marrying late, gave me an added pressure of almost having a child like Abraham and Haka. Right. And I will be sitting here with you today. So that's why I'm saying some of the things that we do late contribute to the challenges that come later in life. Because you were late to do that, then you have got more challenges to face. If I had started earlier at 25, maybe I was not going to have that pressure. So do you see
0: that? Austin, uh, I hate Austin. You know, and I, I look, I, I personally agree with you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged now, and even me now, I feel as if, you know, if I could be married sooner, I would, right? Um, and I'm, 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 I'm really for young marriages. I'm, I'm completely for it. Even though this generation today, like you know, for example, my parents will say, you know, almost, you know, you're young. You know? I don't feel like I'm young, but that's what you know people get married at 30, 35 now, this day and age, right? But people struggle to find their wife. You know, people listen, it, it's not it's <laughs> I love what you're saying, but is it as, as black and white as what you're saying? You're saying don't start late, but what are they to do? What you know what what should men, what
1: should we do? It, it's not women, especially to find a wife, Ossian, it's hard. I, I get it. Prioritize. Let me give you my second challenge. So that you hear why. I'm now speaking on hindsight. I got married. It took me seven years to get a child. And then oh after God. that seven years, it took me another seven years to get a second child.
0: Oh God.
1: The second child when I was came, when I was 40. Wow. And by then I could not have another child. I only have two girls. I stopped there. I would have loved to have three, four children. Yeah. But then time was, now Now the challenge was, I don't want to have the child now at 50 because I don't have the energy and the needs to go to the play centre to be kicking football with them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Those are the challenges that you have to say. As you grow older, you will deprive them of the play and the fun that they need because of the age gap.
0: (laughs) Oh man, I was saying this, I, I had this conversation the other day. I agree with you often, go on. Go on. So you see, so those are the oh.
1: challenges that we have. I think we need grooming. I I may not say the right time is twenty five. The right time is twenty four. But I say don't waste time unnecessarily. If you have a reasonable yes. job to do, and then you find somebody sound, who has got values, good Christian values, is good. Then you build together. And as it is now, I started with a borrowed suit, but. We have a house now, we have children, we have property, we have investment. We have got most of the things that we did not have because that's why the Bible says two are better than one. I think our problem is our culture that puts too much pressure on men to say you must have money first. Why must I have money first?
0: Mm.
1: I must have Jesus first. I must have Jesus first, okay? Jesus first, first. I must have Jesus first. Sick first, have and, Jesus Jesus first. and his yeah. righteousness. And Come all, all of these things shall be added unto you. be added unto you. Come parents on. Parents are putting more of culture and pressure and too much expectation. That's why our guys are, 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 are fighting, trying to say, I must buy a house first. I must get this. Meanwhile, you are getting tempted. That's why a lot of our boys are in pornography. They are in yeah, pornography. That's it. I oh. don't understand a 30-year-old man who is single. How are you quenching your sex drive? Listen, listen I'm, you're speaking my language. How are you quenching it? Maybe I'm the only one who is mad here. I wouldn't oh, have gone to 30 years. I, By I 27, I was already panting. I wanted oh. sex. By oh, 27, um, I was just... And I was a worship leader at that time. Oh. By 27, <laughs> I was pushing my wife. I was... <laughs> You know, so I don't understand for you to be 40 45 and you don't have sex, you are lying, you are getting you're it. lying, it's you're afraid. lying. That's why I say, you're Wait, wait, time. So that is the problem. So that's why we're having infidelity, we're having pornography. It's wow, another addiction that is affecting people. We're having masturbation, and we're having yeah. guys sleeping with girls yeah. around making them pregnant because it's a 30 year old packed energy, my brother. Sex drive is a power that was put by God in us. Can you resist Wow! God? Can you wow. resist What? You can't wow. resist that drive. Wow. Was it Maslow? Maslow, about wow. red, his experiment, a red crossed an electric line to go for sex and died. Oh. There <laughs> are many men in prison today because of sex. They are in jail today. What is called rape? It's sex. Uh... So that's why I say to the guys I say to a lot of Christian boys the Bible says if you are burning, marry it doesn't say if you have money marry if you are burning, you are burning. a lot of our guys are burning and their houses are burning down their me houses too I'm burning, burning me too me too I'm burning Listen, I can't why wait? wait why wait and why you 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 do those things of every Sunday you're going to repent, every Sunday you're going my to my god, my god, my god. Because you are looking for money, you will get my money. God. You'll get money with your woman. My God. You pray. will get money with your woman. My You'll God. Get money with your woman. I think what we need is to know how to manage relationships and be godly and be like Jesus. You see, we are the church of Jesus Christ. We love Jesus because of His love for us. If we yeah. love our wives the way we love Jesus, they would love us back. We are composing songs for Jesus. Jesus is sitting in heaven. We are on the street. <laughs> of evangelism. Jesus is in heaven. We are doing prayer meetings. Jesus is in heaven. We are fasting. Jesus is in heaven. Why? Why? <laughs> So when we do that for our wives, they will fast and pray and do everything for us. But our problem, we do it wrongly. That's why we think marriage is difficult.
0: Oh my God! Oh, see? I see, I see, I see. Can you, you know what? I, I've just got what I've got to do is I've got to um. This I, I don't want my laptop to die. I've left my charger downstairs. So I'm gonna go get it. I'm listen. I need I need to walk anyway. I need to walk. Wait for me. But once but once I go and get my charger. Can you tell us about a time maybe where, you, you, you know, where you struggled, even sexually, if you have, or how you even overcome that? Because that's something that a lot of us men are dealing with in secret. Let us know. Let us know, Ossian. I'll, I'll be right back. Let us know.
1: Okay. I think uh, the, the 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 sexual struggles for most men are there because uh, our culture is different. In our cultures, we are taught that... Uh, sex is okay. You can have sex and you can do that. But we realize from the Christian's perspective that sex before marriage is actually a sin. It's adultery. So our problem is that we don't talk about sex with our boys. We don't talk about sex with our young people. We don't talk about the pros, the cons, the consequences. We don't talk about uh, God's idea and purpose behind it. So we don't have a, a a bigger picture of this so that's why most of it uh, we approach it like terrorists you know touch and go hide and seek and because of that we have no understanding about this entire subject that's why we make a lot of mistakes we make a lot of mistakes we regret they come back to sting us so those are the problems that we had in in, in time in life. So those are the challenges that we had that nobody spoke to us about sex at all. Everything that we needed was trial and error. And even when you get married, you have not been taught initially about how to go over it. So it becomes a problem. Sex is yeah, not yeah. supposed to be the myth that it is today. So I started mm-hmm. because nobody taught us. We used to watch uh, cows, donkeys, and dogs. You know, there was no pornography in our time. That's where we saw yeah. it. And our parents were not even talking about it, such so that so of god got married. It was a nightmare to how do I start this thing? You know, these Pentecostal churches don't do this, it's a sin, don't do this, it's a sin, don't do this, it's a sin. But they never coached us. I know of a they friend who went to honeymoon, he went to honeymoon and he didn't have the guts to start until the girl asked him, Why are we here? Do you see the problem? So, so the that I think we need to begin to talk about sex like we talk about uh, our teeth, for instance, the molars. When do they come in? When do they... Because it's part of our health. Our sexuality. Yeah. You see? So because yeah. no one taught us it was through trial and error. And were, yeah, yeah. the games that we were playing back in Africa the way we were touching people inappropriately as fun, they would have landed us in prison. Uh. Do you get what I'm saying? In this country, if you do that, you go to jail. Oh, so yeah, you got to the jail. challenge oh. is that we were not taught about respecting the body of a girl. And wow. what I, I have learned it more now that I have got daughters because I don't want done to daughter. My God. What I used to do to girls, you touch a breast there, it's fun. You pet their bum there. You lift up their skirt to see their knickers. Those are the games nice that up. we were playing. Those were yeah, yeah. fun for us, but it was somebody else's daughter. And now, on hindsight, will I want somebody to lift up my daughter's skirt and see what knickers they are wearing? Do you see wow. what I'm talking about? But that's, wow. that was our game. That was our game. She's just moving. You just go, you lift up and you see, and then you laugh and you go. Because no one taught us respect and honor and all those things. So I think in the churches, this has to be a subject that we coach and talk so that we approach it reverently. And then then these people won't be making business out of it. You see, the world is making business out of sex because our children don't know about it. So they are going in to look there to pay to because they are they are taking it as a business because it's something secret. It's like a secret recipe. They found their mm. own recipe to make money. Yet it's a recipe for us all if we are open minded. Oh my God.
0: I said so so even on this, and I wanna stay on this sex topic, um, you know, it because it's it, it it's 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 just that it's a real issue that a lot of us men are battling with even even in secret okay um so we, we spoke about obviously even getting married young We spoke about all these different types of things right so then are you so then should there be coaching for us from the older lot like yourselves coaching us in terms of how to talk to women how to do these things like you know like why is it that us men are wasting time Like we say i know you said okay yeah like we have jesus We can get married. But people can say, yeah, we have Jesus. But having Jesus, people may not have the faith that having Jesus is going to pay their bills.
1: That doesn't pay my direct debit. That doesn't pay for my car. That doesn't pay for my mortgage. Torsten, we need coaching. In my church, I coach the boys. I coach the guys how to approach a girl. I coach them. This one, you've got to be careful. This one, Mm -hmm. approach like this. This one, if you make this approach, you've been trapped Because you study them. You have got, if the Bible says study to show yourself approved, you also study a woman, you also study a girl. So we we have to empower them how to approach and show them how women act and behave. And some of my boys, I tell them, that one is a a stallion for you. That one is a strong horse for you. That one can kick you. (laughs) You you look for a better horse. That one, you will struggle. Because I coach them. And they trust my word and I empower them. So if we are yeah. empowered, that's why we will have gaps. We will have yeah. gaps. Yeah, yeah. It's a sacred subject. That's why we need a closeness, a closeness wow. with our boys, our girls. I feel women are closer than men. I see a lot of baby showers in my church. They talk to girls, mm. they coach them, they mend, but boys don't normally do that when there is a state. When they the third party, they want to dress like a cock like a rooster. I'm thinking life is more than a rooster. <laughs> you, you you need more coaching. I think you are right, Toson. We've got to have men's ministries that can yeah. coach and prepare boys or our men for manhood, for marriage, wow, for relationship, for courtship. And the Bible has all those things, but we, we spiritualize it. We spiritualize it. We need to come back. Jesus actually said the words that I speak they are spirit and they are life. It's not yes. tongues, that is spirit. So what we are doing now this is spiritual. Wow. This, wow. Is spirit. this, so, is spiritual. this is spirit. So the that we are having. So now in your story you were talking about key moments, hurdles, my journey and I can trace now where my journey has turned Mm. Mm. to another man who came and walked with me and helped me. Mm. I I can actually mark my progress from when somebody came on my shoulder, supported me and helped me, invested their time coached me, and then I became a man. That's why now I do the same for others because I know mm-hmm. where my life turned. I would be disaster That's now. Amazing. I told you about my my my, 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 my use of uh, marijuana and all those things as a teenager. Although, And most of my friends are dead now. Mm. Most of my friends are dead. I always tell my wife, if I had not married the wife that I married, I would be dead. I would not be alive today. If AIDS didn't take me, drugs were going to take me a gun was going to take me a knife was going to take me there was all there was all i would not survive had it not been i've got four men that i have marked here that made an impact in my life and wow. made me to turn around so mentoring and guidance and support does work yeah how you how how can you go to university and and, and study by yourself mm, and a supervisor for your dissertation to guide you it's rare that you get it on your own why do we want a supervisor for dissertation and not a supervisor for life skills wow that's why i like your platform to say no 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 let's talk about these things and show boys you remember i spoke about blind spot yeah, you so did. Blind spot is a part that you can't see no matter how close you are. It needs somebody else to see it for you.
0: Right. And, and would you say that that somebody else to see our blind spots is our mentors? Is our I mean, is it our friends? I mean, who is it that, that is it us being our brother's keeper? What what would you say even to that?
1: I actually say uh, normally men must have three key relationships. That's good. Three key relationships. Number one, a lateral relationships of friends that can call one another up. You can have fun. You can have challenge because life is about fun also. You can't be serious in life all the time. You lose your mind. So that literal friendship, that's where you have that fun. You can pick up these things and whatever, laugh at each other, but you can help each other through. Then the second one, you need a mentor, not just yeah. one person. There are different people that can input you into something. So this one is something higher than you. They are somewhere where you want to go. They are already there. Yeah. So you That's need. So good. And then the third one, you need somebody below you that you can pull up as well. Then you complete the loop. You complete the oh. cycle. You are like a river that flows. You are not like the dead sea. So wow. What you have, you share with somebody. Our problem, we don't share with people who are younger than us because we say, these small boys go and play. We don't pay attention to them. But it's those wow. small boys that get wounded tomorrow. Yes, yes, yes. So I That's think so good. those relationships, wherever you are, if you have got those three relationships, they will guard you and guide you. But you need yes. good friends as well that can challenge you. And correct you where you are wrong, and somebody Friends that you can have fun with out a blind spot because a blind spot you won't see it. Let's look yeah. at Samson. Delilah was a blind spot, that's good. Do you see? And yeah, Delilah was a blind spot, that's good. It was a blind spot. The man was so infatuated and caught up in love, but the people who called the blind spot were the wrong people. It was some sort of father and mother, so that's why in life sometimes you need other people outside your father or your yeah. brother who can call yeah. blind spots better than them because them normally they they more like judgmental and harsh and hard. That sometimes we mm. run away from them. Yeah, but our friend yeah. when they do so, that's why they say there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So yeah. those are the good relationships that we need to talk about and we make sure our friends have got good values as well because yeah. that's the problem is when you have got friends with wrong values, you will support the wrong values. Wow. So wow, that's we so good. need to begin that early in our Christian circles, but normally in our churches, we don't have those programs. We don't. Yeah. We so don't cut this out. Please.
0: No, it's okay. it's okay. No worries. Um, you know, I'd I, I love, I, I think that so many people in the comments, are loving the interaction here. And, you, I'm starting off a bit earlier today in terms of I want the, I want people in the comments, family, please, brother, please throw in your questions. Let, let's get into it. I, I, want, I want to see us and really answer some questions. I know the people, they're being blessed by what you're saying and they have some real questions here. And guys, please be transparent, be real, ask the real questions, the answers, not the textbook questions that we all know the answers to. Ask the nitty gritty questions man let's let's literally let's just absorb this wisdom that, that's coming our way, please man, throw your questions up and as those questions come off you you know um uh Todd for us in the back he will blow it up and then we can just tackle these questions um you know one one by one, but this has been this has been beautiful i I feel so many so many i feel just washed by what you're saying, and it's very rare that people um have authenticity. Um, w- w- with these type of things. You know, sometimes pastors don't speak about these things how you're speaking about it, which is really refreshing, you know? Um, so yeah, look, I- I've seen one question that's come through from Moffay. Okay, and I'm on Okay, awesome. Given the cultural influence on young men and this pressure, what advice would you give to parents whose daughter has brought a Christian but economically unstable man to marriage.
1: You see, that's why I'm talking about (laughs) economics can change. Mm. That's why why the Bible says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. You know, I I will tell you my story. I come from a poor family, my brother. I will be honest with you. I come Mm. from a poor family. When my father died, I did not even get a shirt or a pair of shoes. There was nothing for me to get. My God. When I got married. I told you I borrowed money for my suit. My friends came in. I had nothing. I was economically unstable. But now I am even helping feed people, come families. Uh, God has empowered me. That's why the blessings of God are there. When we do things God's way, God's blessings come through. Don't prioritize economy before character and faith. My so God, man. somebody has Christ there, the believer, the blessing is there. That's why the Bible says the blessings will overtake you. It means the blessing is still behind It hasn't caught up on me yet. I just Hallelujah. remain on that path as a believer. As I continue there, it will catch up on me after catching up yeah, and really. overtake but you see these people are already discarding because the blessing has not yet overtaken me i think we need to teach our young boys have a vision for growth for development for skills for empowerment let's coach them to engage with life in a meaningful way i trained yeah. as a primary school teacher uh, 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 toson i trained yeah. primary school teacher I moved into production management. I became a production manager. I awesome. moved. I did a master's in theology. I, wow. moved. I did an MBA. I moved. I'm now an author. But Praise when God. I got married, I was economically unstable. Mm. My pajamas for honeymoon were bought on the wedding day by a friend who realized I had no pajamas. My God. So do you see that we need to be careful with with these families who say they are putting economic stability, that's where we are putting pressure. The Bible says if you have got clothing, you have got got a roof over your head, thank God. Do you see those are Christians that we have thrown away because of the prosperity gospel? Wow. The prosperity gospel has just destabilized everything else, and those wow. are the things that are putting pressure on our men. Wow. And then the Bible says two are better than one. Wow. My God. My wife was more educated than me. And I wow. thank God for giving me a wife who was earning more than me. That was my blessing. It didn't wow make me insecure. I said, thank you, Father, for blessing me. If I had a way to polish her feet for her, to get more money for me, I would do it. I won't fight her. But we have not been taught like that. We are in wow. When our mother, our wives are powerful economically. But that's my blessing. My wife brought me to the UK. There was no wow. one in my family who would have who brought me here. I was the first in my generations of my grandfathers to drive a Mercedes. I was wow. the In an aeroplane because of my wife. I married right. So I'm happy. Jesus. So you see, and my in-laws are happy now, but I had nothing. Now I have a Lord. I look after other people, even people that I don't know. Praise God. The Lord has added to me. That's what happened to Jacob. When you have the blessing, you go out empty, you come back full. That's wow. what happened to Jacob. That's what happened to Joseph. That's what happened to Isaac. But when yeah. you have a blessing, you can go out full and come back empty like the prodigal son. My God. <laughs> so you see, we must be careful about this thing to say unstable economically. What do you use? Because uh, God can do in one day what it takes many a lifetime to do. Yeah, and come on in the word of God. I serve God with all my heart. I'm sold out. And God watches over me. And I am Even now, today, we were looking back at our lives with my wife and we said, you know what? God has blessed us. My God. So do you see Ah. say? Parents, don't be worldly. Don't be carnal. As long as the fellow loves God. He is sincere. He is genuine. He is come a character. On, He is a seed that is just waiting for the right ground. You throw it yeah. in there, the tree will come forth. The tree what will come I am a tree. When my wife got me, I was a little seed. I had not my even, my wife had so much faith. And I felt, my I can talk about it. I started from God. nowhere. But I loved God with all of my heart. I saved him. I was sold out. His blessing came. They have overtaken me. I can see now I chase them. They inspire me. They motivate me through the testimonies. And my wife can attest to that. So it's dangerous to prioritize money because there are people with money who have no character. And a lot of money actually is what makes you promiscuous if you have no character. Wow. Wow. Look at all these Money
0: people. makes you promiscuous if you oh, have no
1: character. Oh, yes, because too much money is there. You don't know what to do with it. And then that's why you buy a prostitute. If I don't have extra money, I can't pay for a prostitute. <laughs> so if you have got too much money and you don't know what to do it and you have got no character, it leads to promiscuity. Jesus <laughs>
0: This is real, this is real, this is real.
1: But Thank too you. much Jesus, too much Jesus. Yeah. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. Yeah, yeah. So I think need to be careful. Our parents are putting too much pressure. They want their girls to marry the most educated men, the richest men, the all that, the all that, the all that. And those things, when you are hollow, everything will crumble. Let my us God. In where God started. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness. And yes. then is all these things. So now, who will bless the boys who are coming from poor families like me if my in-laws will judge me about being unstable economically? Wow, okay. That's so I a chance. I've already been painted. That's a stigma that I'm given. So it means God does not bless. God does not improve. God does not add value. Wow. It's true, you know. check our understanding of Christianity. And blessing is our portion. Exactly. And anyone who loves God is blessed. Yes. Back home with a song which says, God has taken me here and put me here. He took me here and he took me there. It is wangi tatala. God can actually do that but when Thank you can me by what I am now yeah it means you 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 are the one who is killing me let me give you an example about that yeah i first I wrote my first book in two thousand and eight two thousand and eight 2008, when I wrote my first I took it to my pastor, excited as a village boy, to say I've written a book. When I gave it to my pastor, he did not open it. He looked at it and he threw it on the side. And he told members of the church not to buy it. He did not celebrate me. He almost killed my writing skills. I got discouraged by that. He told me, mm. don't buy that book. Because he wasn't expecting a black boy to write a book. Wow. That, he wanted to keep me. I went broken. The church was not allowed to touch my book. My God. That almost killed me. But one time the Lord just challenged me, says, keep on writing. I yeah. keep writing i've got 11 books now and one of my editors an englishman he said my book was the best book he ever read on the subject that i wrote about but my wanted to quench me so if we do that with these boys we are killing them yeah we're killing them we're killing them If, if he is not economically sound Why don't you support him as somebody your daughter has chosen? Wow. That's so good. Do you see? Just for the sake of your daughter. Yeah. Because he is another man like you. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the things that we need to begin to talk about and challenge. We are to uplift. We need to uplift our brothers. We need to uplift our young I men. Let's go to... to another question now. I think there's another question.
0: Yeah. yeah, there is. There is. Um, please, guys, yeah. Blow it up. How necessary is having a job before finding your beloved, especially when looking at Adam's life in Eden before Eve was made?
1: Very necessary. That's the answer very necessary get a job first it may not be the best of jobs but do something for god to bless
0: wow do something for god to bless that's good that's good hallelujah that one's short see another question please blow, blow it up blow it up let's block the next question okay so how did you choose your wife Faster. I think one of the struggles for men is choosing someone because of fears such as betrayal, and divorce. What made you say to your wife,
1: I shall marry you? You know, I struggled in that area. I had a lot of girls. Okay. I, I used to be a handsome boy in my time, you know. Yes, yes, come on. <laughs> in my time. Yes. So there were a lot of girls around. That was one area that was difficult. Because no one taught us how to choose a good girl. Okay. So what I did, a friend of mine just said, choose a girl that is hot for God. Choose a girl that loves God, that serves in church. And there were many. (laughs) I went to this one because on top of her love for God and her faith and everything, she was good looking. I liked what I saw. He was attracted. Yeah, he was, was attracted. That was yeah. their part. She loved God. So I think you heard me talk about grace when I started. I think mm. it was grace. It was grace yeah. because she didn't know. So that's why some of these things you will not be sure you need faith. You need to be yeah. about it. When I went to my wife, she asked me. My wife took about nine months to answer me. <laughs> nine months. Oh, almost a year to answer me. I even almost tried another relationship. (laughs) And then finally, when she realized that I was disappointed and moving, she asked me, how do you know I'm the right one? How do you know? What was your answer? I said to her, how do you know you are going to heaven? (laughs) And then she said, I believe. And then I just said, I also believe. <laughs> There's no formula. That's why some of these things, we need to love God and save Him. Then He fights our battles. The other thing is grace. And we pray that God helps us. Though also, the telltale signs are there. There are some girls that you could see that, ah, there will be trouble here. There will be trouble mm. there. There will be trouble there. The problem with our boys now they just find a a, a girl on, uh, what is this selling site that you have?
0: <laughs> selling sites, I don't know. About, um, I don't know about selling sites, but obviously you have Tinder. You
1: have all these different dating apps. You have, but what? even then, introduce them to somebody. Let mm. somebody help you with the blind sports. Don't just pick somebody and you marry and then you come and introduce. Then there's no more room to correct. Hmm... That is mm. our, I I don't blame dating sites. I, I call them eBay. <laughs> you, you know yeah. something. But you see once you get them there they are good because of technology. It yeah. it has made our life easy. But after that get somebody. Even when your your your, your exams are marked there is a moderator. There is a yeah. moder- we check. I think we must open ourselves and be open. When we're saying be transparent, be vulnerable, allow somebody to judge your choice. Yes, that's good. So I think sometimes we don't give room to that. We make, we make too early, too quick decisions, and then it's too late to come back. I think go to some good friends, and then what do you think about that? Let's help one another. And then it will be good, because you won't see the blind spots.
0: That's good. Ah, uh, okay, that's really good. Let's let's blow up another question. I know we're cut for time, but let's blow up another one. What's your opinion on this, Pastor? What if your mother doesn't approve of your chosen lover? Are we meant to listen to her instructions sheepishly? Or do we
1: question the decision? Let me let me just show you my latest book about that. Ah. <coughs> This is my latest book. The it's Battle called, of the Wombs. The Battle of the Wombs and the Third Force that fuels It. Oh. So this oh. womb is the womb of your wife and the womb of your mother.
0: <laughs> That's good.
1: And, 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 and you see, so I think our mothers can give counsel, but they don't choose for you. Mm. Their problem now, the problem with our parents when we introduce them, when we don't take their counsel, they get offended and they mm. get, angry. but they must not choose for us because they can be wrong. Yeah, because they can be wrong. Your, your mama, mom can be wrong. Your mom can be wrong, brothers. It can be wrong because your mom is iPhone 1, you are iPhone 10. So your operating systems are totally different. But mm. But the basic and the structure and the pillars of values, she has them. Mm. I think what our mothers need to understand that they can advise, but they can't decide for us. Mm. What they need to do, respect my choice. That's the difference. Some of them want to force us into them. But remember, I sleep with my mother. I will sleep with this girl. Hmm. Come on. That's the reality. That's That's the the reality. reality. We can't be mommy boys then. We can't be mommy boys like that. Mommy chose her own husband. She was chosen. So she Mm. must choose my own. But Mm. when you are groomed and you are taught properly, you know what to look for in a woman. I think what we need to look at Tosan is what do you look for in a woman? Because right. when all of them are born again, they are Christians. <laughs> they are Christians. So what do you do?
0: What do we do? What do we look for? Tell us, what do we look for? <laughs> for the single man here, what
1: do they look for? You see, you, you, you need to look for somebody who is teachable. Wow. Because you don't know it all. Mm. Somebody who is humble. Mm. Somebody who has respect. Mm. Because if if you don't like my parents, they are my parents. Wow! You respect them for my sake. Because my God! If respect them, you hurt me. Wow! Because those are the natural things that we need to do. That's why I sometimes say blood is thicker than water. I know the Bible says a man shall leave his mother and father, but but we are still connected. We talk talk about emotional ties, emotional ties. That emotional tie can't be broken. My mother is my mother. My father is my father. My God. Not insulting them. I will be hurt if I'm honest. My God. So respect is critical. Tidy, gracious, Mm. tolerant, Mm. and and cook and and, and sustain a home. Because Mm. uh, who will teach the children if we can't cook? We can't go to the restaurant all the time. You must be tidy and clean. You Mm. engage. We must be compatible. Yeah must not be stubborn you must not be rude you must not be arrogant mm. those are the different things you see your language must be molded it must be seasoned with salt so you you see all those things because tomorrow this will be the mother of your home my god you will engage with your neighbors yeah she will engage with your future in-laws yeah and yeah. all those things you you don't want to bring dynamite otherwise you will be yeah. quite all the time
0: yeah yeah
1: so you see yeah. those are the basic things and the, the other one is the love for god we christians i'll tell you it helps to marry a believer because they have yeah. god the fear of god takes away a third of your problems so that we look for but if you look at a, a big bomb and this those things can change tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> they
0: can change.
1: They can change. Uh, so I think there are certain attributes that are we called a uh, non-negotiables. There are non-negotiables and there are negotiables. Yeah. There are things that yeah. you can change. A lot of guys yeah. will say, I want a woman with big breasts. Well, yeah. you can't create breasts. <laughs> So, do you see? So, those answers should be non negotiable because you can't have everything that you want in a woman. So, that's Ooh, why balance. a number of critical things that work together to make a good package. Mm. So I think that's what we need to look into. Mm.
0: That's good. That's good. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip time only for one more question. One more question. This, uh, the wisdom has been amazing. Please, one more question, let's blow it up and then uh, we'll, we'll go into that and we'll, we'll answer that. Okay, this question's from Ryan. It says, how do you disciple the men around you, younger and slash
1: or older? Uh, because of our generation, this word disciple becomes a problem. Okay. It becomes a problem, but the biggest way to do that is by uh, exemplary behavior. Exemplary behavior. First one, you are exemplary and then you are consistent. 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 Right. Consistent with your values and what you do. Because some people, you disciple them as they watch you. Mm. Mm. you some people. You disciple you, them as they watch you. Some of them you befriend them. By the way you live your life, they, they, they are watching. You are discipling already. And then mm. some of them, you will have a closer relationship. Like Jesus, he had 120 disciples, but some were close, some were far. All of them were disciples. Yeah. So we disciple, yeah. first of all, by example. You know, you are living the life. You are truthful. You are sincere. You are honest. Yeah. You are steady. Yeah. You, you, you yeah. don't waver, and when America okay. is like that, that's the first step of doing it. Because from there, they will trust you. God when God. they trust you, then the second part of discipleship, which is teaching and engagement, comes in. Hmm. They can come and ask you questions. They won't just ask anything. They watch your life. I saw somebody, one one person in Bristol, came here and say, his pastor." I need your help. I said, "Okay, what says? I've been watching you for the last 3 years and I've come to conclude that you are a man I can trust." Then they brought their question. Now the hmm. deciding is only one to one, but it right from my lifestyle. I think we have to be consistent in character. That's the That's first. So good. That's the first. And then the rest builds from there. You can now talk with them. You can now engage them. You can now have a a coffee with them through friendship. The others are building up from what you have as a package that people can trust and come to. You know, Mm. people people sit under a shade because the tree is the shade. So first of Mm. all, you have the shade for people to come under. Then you find mm. that they sit under the shade, then they begin looking up the tree. That's where they discover there is a nest there, there is a fruit there, there is a something. But first of all, build the shade for people to come and, and rest in. Then the rest builds from there.
0: Oh, that, that's so good. That's so good. And just even just finally before you leave us as well, it would be great. Like, you know, what what are your final comments that you have for us? And, you know, just even as a summary, you know, what what would you what would you say? What would you leave us men with? You know, if there was one thing you could tell us or leave us with, what would
1: you say to us? I think continue encouraging men. It's difficult to bring men together because they feel they can make it. A man is like a, is like a bull elephant. you think <laughs> I can survive on my own, but you need other people to do it. And also when you make a mistake, don't be hard on yourself. Look for no. help quickly. Because help if quickly, quickly. a mistake for a long time it can become deeper. Mm. Every man that you can find has made a mistake somewhere. So whenever mm. you make a mistake, and you will know it in your heart when you have made a mistake, don't hide it. Look for somebody to talk to; they will help wow. you. Don't be too harsh on yourself. Because wow. you know, one man who was forgiven right on the cross at the point of death, but yeah. why? Even is because he spoke to somebody who, who could help. So don't be hard on yourself. There are mistakes, and don't focus on mistakes. They won't take you forward. What? Wow. That's good. They won't that's take good. you. Forward. All of us make mistakes, but I will say, don't make the same mistake twice. That's good. As a man, that's dangerous. Right. So let's yeah. learn from our mistakes and grow from there. You can't keep Go making it. mistakes. It shows you are not learning. But. Wow. Open to people's ideas and suggestions. Don't don't be, don't be too rigid because you yeah. don't help you tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that, that's that, that's really good. Um, and Thank you so much for that. You, you've been absolutely blessing and pleasure. I wanted to ask you know where can we find you? Um, if there's any announcement, yeah, your ads, You know, I know you said you sell books. Where can we buy these books? You know, where can we see
1: more of you? Uh, <laughs> Uh, My books, if you go to www.godshouseic.org, you'll find my books there. Okay, so that should come up. That will come up Uh, soon in the comments. God's House YouTube channel. We try to put our things through there. And then there there it is on the line. And then I've got my Instagram page. I do another one, Men Talks, which I started recently to try to get men to talk. And my one, Osi and Sibanda, I, I tried this. I've got another one called Invincible Men where I run wow. our men's ministry. And then also, if you email me, osiensbanda@gmail.com, at gmail.com, you'll find me there. But if you go to our church website, you'll talk to me. But if you talk to Todd, Todd grew yeah. up as here in Bristol. He will tell you more yeah. about us. But our website, that's where you'll find us.
0: Oh, that, that's so good. Todd, Todd, Todd's the plug, then. we got to go to Todd for the information. We want to hear more. We want to hear more. Okay, so we gotta to go to uh, Todd. Oh, listen, Pastor, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Honestly, thank you so much for blessing us. Um, I got so much to ponder, and I'm sure the people in the comments as well got so much to ponder on. Um, but yeah, no, thank you so much. And we we spoke for such a a long time, and it was a good time as well. Thank you so much, and hopefully this won't be the last time.
1: You're welcome. No, anytime when I'm available, I'm happy to. I learn also from you guys and see what to do. That's how life is. You yeah. are with other men. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. That beautiful session again. And we'll back again next week. Top four. I'm gonna be mad. But listen, blessings. Love you all, man. And I'll catch you guys next week.